Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Israel News Talk Radio. The show is lighting up, and my name is Steve Miller, coming to you live from Hadera, Israel, in the center of the country. And of course, once again, I have brought back our wonderful co-host, Miss Lauren Isaacs, who is joining us from the eternal capital of Israel, Jerusalem, which is just about an hour and a half south of me. Lauren, how are you? How's it going? Thanks for having me again, Stephen. Oh, thank you so much for for joining. It, it's 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 an absolute pleasure. You are uh, you are more knowledgeable of uh, the things that are going on within Israel and outside of Israel uh, and Zionism uh, than I am. So you make it a lot easier for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. We, I guess, uh, I just asked before we on the air. So I guess we are. This is day thirty-one. I didn't even know. I've lost track. <laughs> um, day thirty-one it's, of, it's of the war. It's officially a month. It's of, a month now. Officially a month. And you know what I've seen on uh, on social media? I saw people. Now I didn't know we were supposed to do this, but people said after thirty days, or we should like light a candle. People were lighting candles last night. Did you light a candle for all the? The 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 the, uh, the people that have uh, been lost in the war and the hostages and the yeah so I get well yeah well I guess it depends on what you're lighting the candle for and where you're holding different people are doing for different things so I know people who've been lighting an extra Shabbat candle every week oh. uh, for the hostages since the beginning some people have been lighting these core candles you know um, uh, candles in people's memory for those who died but again right. you know what is the traditional mourning period and. Uh, for people, are they sitting shiva? How long are they mourning? And for who? The whole thing is so sad. There are just so many people dead, missing, kidnapped, families of people. Um, it's just, it's crazy. Yes, it is. And it's still um, awful what is uh, going on. Uh, not just obviously within Israel, um, but outside of Israel, which I know we've been focusing on and of course a lot of our li- all of our listeners obviously are outside of uh, Israel most of them um which i don't have a list of who's listening this week um so it's important to talk about uh how this is affecting the rest of the world and i just wanted to start off uh of course uh in in my home country you're you're from canada if people aren't aware um yeah. and um i'm from america uh but uh, baruch hashem we both live here now and uh, I, someone I saw on uh, TikTok, uh, which I actually posted on my Facebook page. Um, did you see the pro Hamas rally in Washington D.C.? Did you happen to see that? Yeah, it was tons and tons of people. Um, but it, I mean, it was massive. But it doesn't surprise me. We've had the same size rallies in in England and in Germany and in Paris. Uh, really all over the world. They called for an 100,000-person march in Toronto as well. It happened, but it wasn't that many people. I think it was a little less. But still, the marches are huge. Well, I don't. this looked... I mean, there, I mean, I don't know if there were 100,000 people there, but I, I, there must have been 20, 30, 40,000. I mean, it it was massive. Uh, I hear here from Reuters, says uh, pro-Hamas protesters oppose Biden's war policy in Washington. And it says here, well, they just said they go thousands of protesters gathered in Washington on Saturday uh, to demand a ceasefire in Gaza where thousands have been killed in an Israeli offensive 
uh, since an attack by uh, Arab Islamist uh, Hamas. And uh, they were denouncing President Joe Biden's policy towards the war. I don't even know if he has a policy. <laughs> I think he's just not. Uh, <laughs> thank God. Excuse me. I don't know what his policy is because I, I don't even know if he knows what's going on. But um, it says here, I know I listened to it and they, they were like chanting something. Now, it was hard to hear, but it says here, it says uh, that the protesters carried uh, placards with slogans such as Palestinian lives matter. Oh, isn't that nice? Uh, they're they're, they're <laughs> yeah, taking, right. off, taking off. Yeah, uh, like, like anybody actually believes that they're at that rally. Right. It says, ah, oh, here's one I love. Let Gaza live. <laughs> uh, there were signs of that. Um, and here's one for good old Joe Biden. Uh, there were signs that said their blood is on your hands as the U.S. government continued to reject demands to add its voice to calls for a ceasefire. So basically, I guess they're they're mad because the United States government isn't saying anything, um, which yeah, uh, and they're mad because we're winning and we're knocking the crap out of them. That's right. Um, which is good. Um, it says here. It says here that uh, that over nine thousand, about nine thousand seven hundred Arabs. Uh, I don't say the word Palestinians. I try to refrain from using that word. Um, uh, in Gaza, have been killed, and I guarantee those are nine thousand seven hundred Hamas members. <laughs> oh, of um, course. And it says here they were chanting. I was trying to make out what they were chanting. And it says, uh, this is what they were chanting. It says, what we want and what we demand is a ceasefire now. Uh, this is what uh, Mahadi Bray, he's the national director of the American Muslim Alliance, uh, says. Um, and it says uh, they gathered amongst the Freedom Plaza near the White House. Um, I'm just trying to see where it says where they, what they actually were chanting. Um, really doesn't say. It, it said something like, I forget what they were saying. Uh, it doesn't say it. I thought I thought it did say what they were chanting. Oh, here it says. It goes here. They were chanting, Biden, Biden, you cannot hide. You, you signed up for genocide. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they were. Ch- I like when they rhyme. It, 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 you know, they, they yeah, it, makes, it makes it more catchy. That's right. Um, so that's what they're chanting. And it was really quite frightening. And I got to tell you, um, with that and then everything that's going on with the college campuses, um, you know, I've had, I mean, I'm sure you still get people who constantly text you, your friends from Canada. Are you okay? What's going on? How's everything going? Are you staying safe? And I, and I just write back to people, I'm safe. I live in Israel. I, I'm like, how about you? Do you know what's going on in America? Are you safe? Uh, yeah. That's, that, that's it, is, like- it is concerning. I am concerned for the Jews around the world, to be honest. Um, you know, the Israel... Uh, foreign ministry uh, they and the Ministry of uh, Tourism and the Ministry of Security, they all just issued a statement that requested or suggested, I should say, that people take caution when visiting outside of Israel, that Jews don't openly display Jewish symbols or, or show that they're from Israel, you know, with their Israeli citizenship. I mean, it's crazy. We're living in 1939 again, where I- Jews outside of Israel have to hide their Jewishness. I saw that, and I got to tell you, that came from the Israeli government, correct? Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that was like a joke or a spoof or something. I cannot believe that Israel, we're 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 telling Jews around the world and Israelis, you know, uh, hide your Jewishness. <laughs> I mean, that is. I know it's a problem, but the fact is, the fact remains that it's very dangerous right now 
to be a Jew in the diaspora. And look, look what's happening to Jews and Israelis around the world. Yeah, you and I are far more safe here in the war zone um, than they are over there on college campuses. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I saw that. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. It was um, it was shocking that that would come from Israel. Um, oh, here I do have the uh, all of our listeners. Would you like to say hello to our listeners, Lauren? I would love to. Okay, here, here's everybody that's listening outside of uh, Israel. We have, of course, uh, of course, the United States of China every week. That's what I call them. <laughs> we have uh, Australia, your home uh, country, Canada, uh, United Kingdom, Mexico. Oh, Kuwait is listening. Wow, Kuwait. Uh, at the terminal because it was stormed by pro-Hamas demonstrators seeking to target Israeli uh, arrivals. Um, the crowd was predominantly Arabs, uh, was reportedly reacting to the incoming flight, uh, and uh, they, were, they, had to, uh, they had to keep the people on the plane um, because they were like, I guess they thought they were going to be in a certain hotel, and there was like literally a mob. There's a video here of them like storming in the hotel or in the airport. I'm not sure where, but it, it, it's, it's absolutely outrageous. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine. Um, first of all, yeah, I don't even I know. It's know like why. the brown shirts. You know, it's like the Nazi SS going door to door hunting for Jews. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's unbelievable. So that happened this week. <laughs> yeah. And this is what um, we're dealing with. Yeah. Now, do you uh, have any updates? If you don't, that's okay. But I know you give a lot of updates about what's going on within Israel with the war. Do you have... Uh, do you, uh... Yeah, well, today has been sort of more of the same, as you could say. There's been some escalation on the northern border. Um, what's going on is, is mostly, you know, Hezbollah firing back and forth with Israel, anti-tank missiles, infiltration attempts by terrorist squads, and Israel has been stopping it all. And then uh, in the south, it's uh, Israel is deep inside Gaza. They've cut Gaza in two, basically. So really? now there's northern northern Gaza and southern Gaza, and the Israel is in the north side mostly, and they're surrounding Gaza City, which we know holds a lot of terrorist infrastructure. Oh, wait, Lauren, Lauren, hold on. We have yeah. a caller, uh, Zipporah from the United States. Are you there, Zipporah? Uh, yes, yes. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you? Okay, fantastic. I love the fact that you address the chants. The chants, especially when they rhyme, are so powerful. And I would like to introduce some new chants. Okay? Hamas humanitarian surrender. How about that? So yes. every time that Biden and the cronies say humanitarian corridor or humanitarian pause, we say Hamas humanitarian surrender. How's that that's one? Right. I, I can modify it if that's not good enough. <laughs> no, it's fine. Actually, the, the, um, I've I've actually heard that uh, from. Uh, I think I heard that from um, who used to be the governor of Alabama. What was his name? Do you know Sapora? He ran for president. I didn't hear you. Anyway. Biden. He, I'm what, sorry. What? I didn't hear you. You're talking about he, Biden. Who are you talking about? He was the governor of Alabama. He's very pro-Israel. He's a Christian. Very supportive. He oh. actually, I oh, forget his I name. I don't know offhand. I'm sorry. I forget. I forget his name. Did but he anyway, make a he's, tent also? 
Well, he said the same thing that you were saying that if they if these people at these rallies want this to stop, they want the bombing to stop, then Hamas needs to surrender. Exactly what you just said. Right, but the thing is, we need to make it a slogan. That's yes. the important part. Yes. Our, I like the idea that you, that you... I'm trying to get people to put it on their T-shirts. I'm trying to, to get people to chant it out loud. Humanitarian Hamas, and it's hysterical, because the reason for it being hysterical is that Hamas is not humanitarian. So it shows right. the irony that we're saying to Israel, the most humanitarian in the world, you know, humanitarian poor. So we say, Hamas humanitarian surrender. Um, right. Or where, humanitarian, where you, no, that won't work. Um, support, we could also do the hostages, but that's not enough. They need to surrender today. And that's what we need to inundate. So I would say on any rally, on any social media, anywhere you put on your show, anybody else, just make it a, a rally. Hamas, humanitarian surrender. Yes. I like That's, this one that yeah, our producer that just put doesn't rhyme up. because you have to have a second line. But if you have, <laughs> if you have, well, that just rhymes. But if you have another one that's better, please put it on your show, put it everywhere, put it on a button, slam it. Because if I write to Biden, it's one person. If I write to, to Blinken, it's one person. I wrote to all the senators with the slogan and told them to put up signs. I don't know how to reach Gilado Dan because he would probably do it if you know how to reach him. Put on a sign, you know, humanitarian Hamas surrender. That's it. Right. We have to declare it from the rooftops. The problem with us is that we don't have the same mass effect. <coughs> we have to overpower, which we did not do in 1940. We have to overpower from every rooftop, whether we're Jewish or not. I've called right. on all faiths. Um, I've called right. on the Israel guys, um, all of them, to say, uh, we stand with the Jewish people. Humanitarian Hamas surrender. And if Biden sees all of this, if every part of the Jewish spectrum, from right to left, and all the, the people who are Zionists of any faith can join in, and I'm not even Zionists, just moral people, then I think right. the chants are what makes it go. The chants are catchy. Right. Well, here's a chant from our producer. She writes, From the river to the sea, Jewish people will be free. Free, free Israel. I like that one. <laughs> All right. I would just say, from the river to the sea, Israel shall be free. Done. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you, Okay, Sephora. and don't use the term Palestinians, because they're Gaza and Arabs. They all came from Egypt and surrounding areas, and they now are brainwashed into thinking they have a homeland. And unfortunately, a lot of blame can go to many places for that perpetuation of that myth. So it's right. better to just say Gaza and Arabs. I congratulate you, and I thank you for your show. Thank you, support. Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. Bye-bye. God bless. All right. Our first caller. I love it. Lauren, you're giving me oh. good luck. Ah, oh, she was so sweet. Um, <laughs> but I totally agree. You know, the whole Palestinian thing is obviously all just uh, propaganda and brainwashing. And um, honestly, it, it's a veiled excuse at modern-day anti-Semitism and Jew hatred. And it's not even it's not even clever anymore. I mean, it's just I mean, I've had enough with the whole Palestinian nonsense. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, here's a story uh, that I found. Um, this was uh, on the Yale campus. This was a, um, a I guess she was a 
she was a reporter or, uh, you know, the Yale school newspaper. I, I don't know what mm-hmm. it says here. It says Yale campus newspaper faces backlash for censoring pro-Israel columnist Sahar Tartak by removing unsubstantiated references to Hamas terrorists beheading men and raping women. So she wrote an article about the attack of November uh, of October 7th. And the newspaper made her take uh, those uh, accusations out because, you know, she wasn't there, Lauren. She can't really prove it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'll tell you why it's unsubstantiated, because all the babies that were beheaded can't confirm that they were beheaded. That's right. Um, I mean, how stupid statement. It's unsubstantiated. Go, Go see the videos that Hamas was posting themselves onto their TikToks while they were doing it. I know. I know. There's, I've seen tons of videos. I can't even watch them. They're extremely graphic. How anyone can deny that this was going, that they did these things or that they didn't do these things. I, it, you know, it, it goes back to, you know, people denying the Holocaust. People are going to deny October 7th. Oh, they didn't do that. You can't prove it. You know. Exactly. Anything that involves a Jewish massacre, they deny. That's right. Um, so... This uh, column, it had to be edited to remove uh, unsubstantiated claims that Hamas raped women and beheaded men. (laughs) The correction has caused substantial (laughs) backlash online from alumni who previously worked at the paper, journalists and professors at Yale. Right. Well, there there is good news. I just got uh, an article here into my news feed that says we've eliminated uh, the Shin Bet. You know, the intelligence has eliminated two large terrorists in Tulkarim. That's an Arab neighborhood here in Israel uh, who were planning attacks. They are now dead. So that's that's good news. I mean, wow. the army is the army is doing a great job. That's right. They are doing an incredible job. God bless our soldiers. Um, just keep praying for the. I think the most we can do is just dive in for them, pray, read to Hillam Psalms. Um, you know, as well as the you know any type of volunteer work or any anything you want to do to give. But prayers are really are really the most important thing. Um, exactly. Here's, uh, here's an article that, uh, which, is, which is kind of interesting. Uh, this is um, from the Jerusalem Post. Are you a big fan of the Jerusalem Post, Lauren? Me, not so much. Um, but uh, I, I, they lean very left generally. But right. in times of war now, they've had pretty accurate stuff going on. I mean, the, there's not really, there's no political lean left or right when you're talking about, oh, this place was burnt down. This place was burnt down and they're reporting on it. You know, there were rockets launched and they're reporting on it. So it's a good news source, even if you don't agree with their politics generally. Okay. Yes. Well, here they have an article. Uh, it says here, we need more pro-Israel rallies to counter pro-Hamas protests. Um says anti-Israel protesters are making their voices heard loudly around the world. Pro-Israel supporters, of whom there are many more, at least in the U.S., need to drown out those voices. Um, It says here, immediately after October 7th, Jews all over the world, from Los Angeles to New York, Chicago, Boston, Toronto, everywhere, uh, you know, took to the streets, and it was very impressive. Um, It was a a demonstration of pro-Israel sentiment not seen in in a generation, and it spanned all Jewish denominations. It brought everyone together, left, right, middle, secular, religious, which which I think is, this is what Hashem wants. He wants the Jewish people united. When we are united, our enemies can't defeat us. Um, Unfortunately, we we have to have these horrible things happen to get us to stop arguing with each other. but then it brought up uh, an interesting thing. 
well, it says all the talk of diaspora Jews drifting away from Israel melted away as the Jews uh, all over the world gathered to sing Am Yisrael Chai. Um, and it says here, it goes, it says, uh, for instance, uh, in July 2021, in the aftermath of Operation Guardian of the Walls. Now, you were here for that. I wasn't. Uh, organized Jewry was reluctant to call for a massive pro-Israel rally in Washington out of fear that they could not get the numbers. Now, I remember whenever Israel was attacked and people would show up uh, and, and, and for pro-Israel rallies, it, it, was, it was really sad and pathetic. It was like, you know, uh, meanwhile, when, you know, these pro-Arabs, these pro-terrorists, you know, they get tens of thousands of people. It's like these people don't work. But they always have these rallies like during the middle of the work week. And unfortunately, even if you're pro-Israel and you love Israel and you're Jewish, uh, most of those people have jobs. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, exactly. It says here back then, it said instead, dozens of American Jewish organizations sponsored a rally in the shadow of the Capitol in Washington. It was called the No Fear, a rally in solidarity with the Jewish people. And they uh, because there was a spike back then, of course, in anti-Semitic incidents um, because of uh, the uh, Guardian of the Walls operation. And uh, it says the organizers realizing that Israel is a is a divisive issue among American Jews, which is pathetic and sad in itself. uh, They played down the Israel angle. So it did not appear in the name of the protest. So they didn't put the word Israel in the protest. (laughs) There was a protest for Israel and they didn't put the name Israel. (laughs) <laughs> that's right there was there was a pro-israel rally and they didn't put the name israel in there because they wanted they, the reason why they did that is because they did not want to chase away any left-wing jewish organizations and therein lies the problem right uh but I they mean, said and and so the jerusalem post goes on and says but even that didn't work because only about two to three thousand people showed up and that's an embarrassment that just makes us all look bad it is an embarrassment, but thank God what we're seeing right now around the world, Jews are standing up and Jews are uniting. And I think this is the most we've ever stood up before. Yes. Uh, it's really outstanding, the strength and the unity we're seeing now. It's quite unprecedented. Yes. Uh, before the caller came in, you were giving uh, the people an update about what's going on within the country. I, I, I just want you to finish your thought or finish oh, what you were saying. Sure, sure. I was just saying there's, you know, slow, slow escalation on the northern border with Hezbollah. We're still the army is still anticipating them getting potentially more involved, but they're ready. They said they're ready defensively and they're ready offensively, which wow. is a good thing. Um, looks like the Ministry of Tourism is trying to permanently relocate people from communities in the north that have been evacuated. It was temporary before they evacuated people from their homes in the north, but now they're saying that they're trying to find them permanent residents elsewhere in the country because we don't know how long this war is going to last, and we don't know how long the terror threat from Hezbollah on the northern border is going to be. You know, they need to find them proper housing, um, which is, is sad. I mean, they're protecting them, but it's sad in and of itself, the fact that parts of our country are not protected right now. They're not secure enough for people to live, you know, with their families and their children. It's very sad. But, um, and then in Gaza, of course, the army is going deeper and deeper. They've got all the way to the coast. So as I said, they've cut Gaza in half. There's like a northern Gaza and a southern Gaza now. Gaza City, which is in the north, is being surrounded by the IDF. Lots of terror infrastructure there. And thank God the IDF, our boys are doing what they need to do over there and they're doing it well. That's incredible. And I'm so glad that they are not um, 
uh, falling under pressure by the United States or any other government by trying to by by ignoring these ceasefire. Um, these I'm glad BB is not giving in. Um, well, thank I, God. A ceasefire would just be a declaration of failure that we lose and Hamas wins and they can do whatever they want and there will be no consequences. That's all a ceasefire is. There was a ceasefire on October 6th. Don't forget. So that's it's out of the question. Right. Um, speaking of BB, I have an, I, I, uh, he made a, uh, last week or I guess on October 31st, he, uh, I guess went on TV or something. He says, we will not realize the promise of a better future unless we, the civilized world are willing to fight the barbarians. So he's basically saying the Jewish state is fighting a war, uh, not just for Israel, but for, for everyone in this world. Um, and he's like, it, 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 he says, uh, it is a time for everyone to decide where they stand. And Netanyahu hopes that the world will back Israel because Israel's fight is your fight. And, you know, I agree with him on that point. Um, you know, uh, they're fighting, uh, you know, Hamas and Hezbollah and, um, and it is the world's fight. Did you happen to see, Ooh. I think I sent this to you. There was a great animation. Some guy created this animation of this big boulder. Did I send that to you? No, I don't think so. I don't think you sent it to me. Um, it's incredible. It's this huge boulder with the emblem of like ISIS and all and Hamas and, 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 and uh, all the terrorist organizations. And it starts rolling down this hill. It's like an, it's like this uh, anime, anime, animation. This guy created this animation thing. And it's rolling right. down at this hill. And at the bottom of the hill is this huge castle. And the castle just says Europe. And then all of a sudden you see like this, this like superhero made out of like rocks, you know, coming out of the ground with a big Israeli, uh, uh, the star of David on its shoulder. And he's trying to stop the rock. He's trying to stop the rock. And, uh, uh, he, he, um, jumps over the, over the, the rock, which is, you know, tumbling the terrorism, which is, you know, about to crush Europe. And he gets between Europe and the, and the boulder between Europe and the terrorists. And he's, and he's holding it back. And all of the sudden, uh, all of the like in this castle, which represents Europe, all the windows open up and all these arrows and guns start shooting at the uh, the, Israel, the, uh, the Jewish superhero. Right. And, and then the camera just g- gives a close up of his face and he just gives a face like, OK, if that's what you want. And he lets the rock go and the rock just totally crushes Europe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. Well, there you go. That's like exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna send that to you after. Yes, yeah, send it to me. It's, it's really genius. Yes, yeah, send it to me. Um, but that's what it is. You know, we are the canary in the mine shaft. We are as uh, the sort of Iranian overlords and all their proxies call us. We're the little Satan, and America's the big Satan. And you got to get through certain steps to to conquer the whole world in their mm-hmm. eyes. And we've yeah. always been the first targets on everybody's list the jews must go first that's right um starts with the uh, jews but it doesn't end with the jews that's right uh but it just it just really it's just a it proves a a a point that it's just here here israel is uh trying to protect the rest of the world by defeating these people who are who, who who have infiltrated not just you know they're not just in gaza i mean hamas is in um uh, the, is in uh, Mexico and 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 has a whole drug and works with the drug cartels coming up through the United States. I mean that's proven fact. And uh, we have we have ter- Hamas terrorists in uh, the United States. They come. They're all over the world. And, yeah, uh, I saw, and the world I saw just that. and they sit there and they just um, uh, 
we don't you know they, they, i don't know the 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 um the animation the the little short film it's just it's just brilliant because it just really that's what the world thinks like here israel's trying to do the world a favor and everyone's just trying to stab us in the back <laughs> i like, saw but but have you seen also all the beautiful I'm watching all these beautiful marches in support of Israel, and I just saw a huge rally in Buenos Aires that was a pro-Israel. It was just so gorgeous. They have all these videos online. Oh, um, really? Uh, some places, you know, are, are surprising. Even though, for example, the Japanese government is giving money to Gaza, there are Japanese people who are rallying in support of Israel. And, of course, you have to separate governments from their people. They're not one and the same. But it's heartening to see all these pro-Israel rallies around the world at the same time, amidst all the all the craziness that's going on. Right. Well, I did a Google search, and just to show you how insane it is, I I want I put in the word pro Hamas rally, and this is what comes up on Google, which means people are searching for where to go to a pro Hamas rally. It says pro Hamas rally Chicago, pro Hamas rally in D.C. Pro-Hamas Rally Toronto, Pro-Hamas Rally NYC, Pro-Hamas Rally London, Pro-Hamas Rally New York, Pro-Hamas Rally Canada, uh, Pro-Hamas Rally Today. Hey, what's going on today? Pro-Hamas Rally Boston, Pro-Hamas Rally Paris. That's everything that came up. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, good Lord. (laughs) I mean, I don't even know how to react to that. It's just, it's mind-boggling to me. But the good news is... The good news is Israel doesn't care. At this point, Israel is going after Hamas. Israel is going after the terrorists, and they don't care. And I'm I'm very, very proud of Israel for doing just that. Uh, You are 100% correct. And you know what else? I think um, a lot of people should just – what do you think about people like trying to get into debates with uh, these um, morons? Uh, So do you think maybe Jewish people should have the same – the same attitude and just say, think what you want. I really don't care. Say what you want. I mean, at some point, you just, it's its like banging your head you know against what? the I, wall. I used, I used to get into debates. I mean, I used to get into these debates for a living. Yes. My job used to go around and, and debate people on college campuses and whatnot. Nowadays, I think these debates are futile, and I almost think they're insulting uh, to us and to Jewish lives because there's no debate anymore. It's so far past a debate. Let's have a conversation about the legitimacy of burning and raping our babies. I mean, it's insulting to humanity as a whole. Forget Jews. It's insulting to civilized people. So at this point, I think a debate is is essentially you would get more out of talking to a, a mop bucket and a broom. So I think we should just forget about that and uh, and focus on we are we are moral. We are correct. We're on the right side of history and we will win. That's all that matters. Anybody can say what they want. At this point, we're going to win, so it doesn't really matter anymore. True. And now the latest thing, the big thing is I've seen tons of videos. These 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 uh, insane leftists are ripping down the posters of the people who are kidnapped. Oh, of course. Why would they want pictures of kidnapped Jewish children um, and innocent civilians and women all over their streets and their cities? They must make this uh, sympathy for the Jewish people go away. You know... I mean, I haven't watched news in years, and I definitely don't watch American news. But are they? I wonder if the media are people are they covering this? Because you know, if they were like uh, conservatives who were ripping down uh, pictures of uh, whatever, uh, you know, of uh, 
you know, climate change posters. They would be <laughs> up in arms. I mean, is, is CNN, are they doing stories of, 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 of the, how can these people rip down pictures of these kidnapped uh, Israelis? Uh, how, how, why, what is, what are they trying to prove by, by not, by ripping down a, a poster in New York City? Do they think that, that, that uh, if they rip down the picture, no one's going to search for them, that the IDF and that the Israelis aren't going aren't to look for them? I don't understand their, What's the reasoning behind it? What do you think they're they're what do you think what do you think they're thinking? I mean, why are they doing that? I mean, it's futile, but why do they do anything they do? Again, you're not speaking to people with who are, you know, necessarily fully compass mentis. I mean, I don't want to be super offensive, but these people are are not the brightest bulbs in the box. If you support you know, rape and beheading and uh, lighting people on fire and murdering families in their beds and shooting dogs in the street and burning down buildings. And these people are not, I mean, you're trying to use normal person logic to reason with these people. And I think that's where you're making the mistake. We we come from a place where we're trying to uh, reason on a, a, a level of sort of a certain level of civilization and humanity. They don't have that. So it's almost a moot to try and reason with them. Right. The sad thing is, is that you there's people in America who are educators. I I, I saw this. Uh, this is a, uh, a a woman who teaches pre K pre kindergarten at in New York City. I'm going to give you her name because this is on social media and people are trying to get her fired. She posted. Um, it says uh, she posted on her social media page. Um, it says, you know how Europeans colonized the Americas and look this land aw- and took this land away from from the first people who lived here. It says Palestinians are indigenous to Palestine, just as you speak about the history and current struggles of indigenous peoples here. You can speak about Palestinians and how they face the exact same violent land theft, displacement and ethnic cleansing. This is a pre-kindergarten teacher. Uh teaching at a public school. Uh, It says here, she also writes, when we talk about how it's wrong for police to hurt and kill people just because they're black, it's just how the police and army hunt Palestinians for being Palestinian. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff to unpack in that, but uh, there's a lot of silliness there. But what it harkens back to is the idea that Palestinians or Palestine are real is the basis of this propaganda, right? That's right. the basis of trying to delegitimize Jews, an excuse to steal Jewish land, an excuse to kill Jewish children, all these things. It, it all comes back to that. Saying Palestinians are indigenous to Palestine is akin to saying Peter Pan is indigenous to Never Never Land. I get that. So in your mind, that's true. It doesn't make it true objectively. That is true. Well, her name, this doesn't surprise me. Her name is Syriana Abode. <laughs> so she's obviously Arab. It's, uh, and if you want to contact the school, all our listeners, I'm going to give out her information because uh, they're trying to, that she's preaching hate to kindergartners. Um, she's a pre-K teacher at PS59. That means Public School 59 in Midtown, New York. And you can reach the school at, at PS59PTA. That's the website of the school is www.ps59.net slash staff. And you can tell them what you think about Syriana Abood. <laughs> Get her fired. She shouldn't be teaching children hate. <laughs>
Yeah, shouldn't be teaching children, shouldn't be act- interacting with anybody, really. I mean, it's it's frightening, but it is what it is. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of fascinating. Hi. Um, so, yeah. Um, I also wanted to mention real quickly here, uh, um, the Queen of uh, Jordan put her two cents in here. Do you know who the Queen of Jordan is? Oh, what's her name? Yes, I know who it is. Now, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. I'll give you a free box of popcorn if you can guess her name. Oh, man. Oh, you're going to say it and I'm going to kick myself. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'll tell you. Her wait, name wait. is... Randy... Randy... Uh, oh, I, I, I lost it. I'll give you the popcorn anyway. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> her, na- her name is Queen Rania of Jordan. Oh, Rania. That's the one. Yeah, so this is what she says here. She says, uh, Jordan's Queen Rainia says, being pro-Palestinian does not equal anti-Semitic. It says here, um, she uh, has called for a ceasefire in Israel's war against Hamas, saying that supporting the protection of Arab lives does not equal being anti-Semitic or pro-terrorism. She goes, let me be very, very clear. Being pro Palestinian is not being anti-Semitic. Being pro-Palestinian does not mean you're pro-Hamas or pro-terrorism. She told CNN uh, on, uh, I guess, on Sunday. She goes, "What we've seen in recent years is the charge of anti-Semitism being weaponized in order to silence any criticism of Israel." That's what she says. She also says, "I want to absolutely and wholeheartedly condemn anti-Semitism." Well, thanks a lot, Rania. <laughs> and and she 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 condemns uh, Jew hatred and guess she also condemns Islamophobia <laughs> because there's so much of that going around. Well, I- I'll read you this thing that it's not from me. I'll say I got this from a tweet from someone else. But let me read this to you. We do not hate the Jews, only their Torah. We do not hate the Jews, <laughs> only their Talmud. We do not hate the Jews, only their religion. We do not hate the Jews, only their race. We do not hate the Jews, only their wealth. We do not hate the Jews, only their state. And this is exactly sort of the evolution of, of where we've come and where we are and where it will continue to go. This has nothing to do with Israel. This conflict has nothing to do with Israel and only to do with the Jews. Did someone write that seriously or they were, be- they were mocking them? They're mocking. They're showing, you know, oh. how, how people say we don't hate the Jews. We only hate so-and-so. Right, right. Well, that's, that's what she says. She goes, uh, she goes, I also want to remind everyone that Israel does not represent all the Jewish people around the world. Israel is a state and is alone is responsible for its own crimes. <laughs> That's what she says. Yeah. Yeah. And I just say to myself, wow, she sounds like a lovely lady. No bias at all there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know what, Queen Rania? I hope you're listening to lighten up, maybe the people in Kuwait can give you a message. Why don't you take them into your country? Most of them are Jordanian anyway, right? Yeah, but no other country wants uh, the Palestinians because, again, they don't actually want to help them. They just want to harm Israel and the Jews. <sighs> it's, it's frustrating, but we need to come to terms with the fact that we can't care what other people think anymore. At this point, Like, I, I think we just need to focus on Killing the terrorists, winning the war, and moving on with life. Because we need to ensure a next generation, a 
strong next generation and a secure next generation for the Jewish people around the world and in Israel especially. That's right. How do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Hi, Lauren. It's 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 never ending. Well, there is some good news here. So I know last week we mentioned um, I mentioned uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. He's he's running for president. He's very pro-Israel. So it says here, Florida lawmakers uh, are about to begin a special session by expressing support of Israel. And I, I didn't realize this. Um, it says here the Florida legislature will return to the Capitol on Monday. And um, lawmakers are expected to consider new sanctions against Iran. I didn't know that this, a state in the United States can sanction Iran, but uh, whatever. Oh, well, it says um, it says uh, what are they doing here? Last month, a large bipartisan group of Florida lawmakers met at the Capitol and um, now they'll be taking official action to send a similar message, both about the current war and against anti-Semitism. Um, I'm trying to read what he's doing here. It says the session will open. Uh, oh, it says a bill filed last week says lawmakers reject and condemn persistent threats against Jewish people, institutions and communities in the state of Florida, the United States and abroad, including those individuals and organizations committed to the extermination of the Jewish people. It says lawmakers will also consider sanctions against companies that do business with Iran. And a $35 million grant program to help secure Jewish schools, synagogues, and other institutions. So it gets, uh, Florida is, uh, is uh, sanctioning businesses, uh, I guess, that are doing uh, business with Iran or maybe that are pro-terrorist, you know, terrorist, pro-Hamas. Um, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I think a, a lot of the world is sort of, really not standing on a gray line. They're not sitting on the fence anymore, right? Everyone's either falling on one side or the other. I know, but I just can't believe someone could actually be pro-Hamas. That's what I just don't get. I mean, you know... Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they, you know, people, people, when Donald Trump was running for, you know, you would get, uh, you know, they would flip out. They would go berserk. You would, you would, your life would be in danger if, God forbid, you wore a, uh, a MAGA hat, Make America Great Again hat. You were called. Right. You you were compared to Hamas. Now, right. now, now they see that now they're actually for Hamas. Like, and it's like, uh, the, the, uh, you know, I can wear a, a "Make America Great Again" hat, and I'm the biggest uh, scumbag in the world. But uh, you know, but I'm uh, but but being pro Hamas that gets no no, you don't. That's not a second exactly look. no blowback. Exactly no blowback. Right. Right. <laughs> Donald Trump is, 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 is still worse than Hamas in these people's eyes. I mean, that's just how mentally ill they are. <laughs> I know. Isn't there an election coming up in America? Or am I wrong? No, there is. But I think it's, I think it's next year. I don't know. Maybe our producer could fill me in. I have no idea. Um, because I, I haven't voted since 2020. And I don't right. follow politics anymore, anymore over there. But I think there is. Uh, this time next year, they'll be running oh. for president. But I don't know what's going on as far as... I know DeSantis is running, but I don't know who else. I have no idea. I wonder, I wonder how this whole war in the Middle East is going to uh, affect that and, and change the dynamics of American politics. <laughs> well, all you have to do is just run a commercial uh, for the DNC saying how they're pro-Hamas. <laughs> I well, I saw I, I saw Rashida Tlaib did that. She ran an actual commercial 
that was against uh, Israel and against the, the genocide of Gazans and basically pro Hamas. I saw it. It was this week, right? It was crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah she had a, and they're trying to censure her. Uh, they're trying to censure her uh, as well. Which I think does that mean they're trying to, uh, I guess, to shut her up? I don't know really what that means in the in, in the in the state in the Congress. But, I have no uh, idea. She, I think she, it's slightly slightly problematic that there's a pro Hamasnik walking around. Uh, I don't know. I think that's problematic. I mean, are, is that allowed in American Congress? Uh, well, they voted in a lot of these anti Semites, so <laughs> that's why I, that's one of the reasons why I left to come to Israel. To be honest with you, I've been screaming. These protests and things like that are going on in Washington and all over. I've been screaming about this since 2016. I've been banned right. from Facebook 13 times because of my posts about this. And I said, you know, right now there's only there's Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, AOC. There's three of them. But I said, wait, five, 10, 15, 20 years when the Senate and the Congress has 50 to a 75 to 150 of these people. That'll change right. the face of America. And and yeah. forget it then. And that and that is happening. There's a lot more of them in Congress, but they're not so out. You know, they wear suit and ties and and, and they're tra- they play it low. They they, they they don't make a lot of noise. Um, right. There's a lot of attorney generals who are very pro um, Hamas, anti-Semitic, anti-Israel. But right. that's that's one of the reasons why I left. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Well, you're in the best place now. I mean, thank God you are in Israel now. We are in the best place. That is right. I'm so lucky. Even though we're in the middle of a war, don't you feel so lucky to be here? I feel blessed, and I feel um, very. I don't. I'm not stressed out. I feel very safe, uh, calm, cool. Uh, what gets me more upset is seeing what's going on in in, uh, in in the rest of the world. It seems like it's a lot worse out there than it is in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear. I'm also uh, worried, but uh, I'm. I'm proud of our, our Jewish brothers and sisters and Zionists all over. I'm proud of everybody standing up. It's really, really heartwarming. It is. It is. It is. And I love seeing the Jewish people come together. And I love that uh, the religious Jews, secular Jews come together because I'm a big I'm a big advocate of just, you know, uh, you know, we're all Jews. It doesn't matter. Some observe more, some observe less, but we all need to stick together. That's the main thing. That's what the Torah tells us. That's what Hashem wants. And when we're united together, uh, and when we look to Hashem uh, and we look up to the sky, that's when we're at our strongest. And um, right. and uh, that's really uh, I, I, I'm seeing a lot of that. And, and, and it's really nice to see. And I just hope, you know, um, soon, uh, Hashem, this will this will end soon. Uh, this is day 31. And I'd really please I would love to get back. To the comedy of lighten up because people have been listening to this show for the last four weeks and they're probably like this, this show title lighten up has they're not talking about very lighten up topics they're talking about very heavy things it's kind of depressing babe um right. but uh this is a comedy show <laughs> so please i hope that we just end this war so i can get back to the funny i don't uh i don't like talking about this every week it's kind of depressing but i but it is inspiring to see the jewish people come together it is inspiring to see people like you to listen to people like you lauren and uh before we get out of here once again uh i will tell our listeners that when this war is over when they open up tourism they gotta they gotta call you because you are a tour guide here in israel 
right? Yeah, and we'll go have some fun. I'll take them all over the country, wherever they want to go. Our beautiful, beautiful country is just waiting for tourism to come back. Why don't you tell people how they can get in touch with you? Maybe if they, uh, so they have it on file. So when. Oh, sure. I would love it. My name is Lauren Isaacs, and you can search me online. Or you can go to my website, IsraelWithLauren.com, or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Lauren Isaacs, Zionist Lauren. Uh, and I'm here. I'm very approachable. Uh, you know, anyone can get my email or my number and just reach out. Yes, absolutely. I encourage everyone to uh, get in touch with Lauren and uh, come to Israel. It's safe. And uh, I just want to, uh, you know, um, final words here. Um, Lauren, would you like to say any final words before we go? Final words, uh, Stephen, you're the best. Your uh, your dedication to Israel. No, no, no. Your dedication to Israel really inspires me. So uh, that's something. And I just want everyone around the world to keep their heads held high. We're winning this war. We're going to win this war. We've never lost a war. We're kicking butt. And uh, soon uh, they can come visit Israel and, and see for themselves. I love it. I, I can't top that. So thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in to Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. And uh, stay safe and alert, and uh, we'll see you next week.